Hello and welcome back to What Do You Know For Sure podcast with me, Anne Hughes. In this episode, I'm joined by Wendy Ferguson, who knows quite a few things for sure and ties them all together, I would say, to put it succinctly. This one is about mind, strength and magic. She shares some beautiful poems. We're talking about really, I think, living from your heart, about believing in yourself and believing that there's maybe something else at work in the world too, which Wendy certainly reflects that she draws a lot of comfort from. This is a really interesting conversation. I have known Wendy for quite a long time now. We sort of met, I don't even remember how, it was very randomly, I think. And so we've crossed paths many times and I've not seen her for a few years so it was lovely to connect with her again to record this conversation. I hope that you enjoy it. Wendy thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. Oh it's a delight to be here and it's great to see you again. You too, you too even though it's virtual it's still lovely to see your face. Tell us a wee bit about you. Well my name's Wendy, I run a wellness business. I have done for the last 11 years now Before that, I used to be an accountant for my sins. So I took a big career change about 11 years ago and and started my own business. When I was thinking about about talking uh, with you today, uh, I started pondering the question, uh, where will you be in five years' time? You know that question that Mm -hmm. you often get asked at, Mm -hmm. at some very boring interviews? It's like they don't know what else to ask you, so they just ask you that. Well, on on a personal level, when I wrote down the things that have happened in my life over the last five years and looking back at it, you couldn't really make it up. Mm -hmm. The amount of personal loss uh, and change that I've gone through, ticking many big boxes, you know, such as family separation, moving house, both my parents have passed away, qualified as a yoga teacher also within all that. Found out I was autistic, started a new relationship and moved into a new house, so the thing that's in my mind as we speak today is, is is a whole whole lot of change, and that's really what's been the focus of of my my own life for these last five or six years now. Yeah, yeah. so you just you, you couldn't make it up. I know, and you know, as my my big sister used to say, now I say it myself, as it's just as well you don't know what's around the corner because if you did. Gosh, you wouldn't want to love the future sometimes if you knew it was round, but we just need to get on with what life throws at us sometimes, don't we, Wendy? You, you know that you know that yourself, mm-hmm. you know, from from your your, your own experiences as well. And I'm, I'm sure a lot of people have that too. But, you know, certainly for me, when, when COVID came along, after everything that's happened over the last number of years, I was, yes, concerned, but also like, right, OK, whatever. Exactly. <laughs> you know, it's just like... Mm-hmm. I can I can handle COVID. <laughs> I know, do you know that's so funny because me and my husband really reflected on that at the start of COVID because that was obviously sort of a less than three years when my brain had gone pop and just all the trauma and things that go on in life in general and we were like, we can cope with this, we've coped with worse. And it gives exactly. you, I think you build a lot of resilience those times when your knees are hitting the ground, don't you? You really do. Yes. Defo, um, I've, I've been reminded recently of, of someone I used to work with years ago who, who said to me that phrase, what what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. She used to say it all the time and at, at the time I think it used to bug me quite a lot mm. but I've been reflecting on that and thinking, do you know what, it sounds a bit kind of, you know, drastic but it, I think it's true. You know, mm. sometimes in life when we're tested, that's that's when we, 
we get to find out who we really are and what what we've actually got inside and 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 what we're what we're capable of. Wow, 100%. Um, 100%. So, Wendy, given all through that, I know you've been living through it in recent years. What do you know for sure? Wow. That, that question for me threw up lots and lo- <laughs> lots and lots and lots of things because I think I've been through so much change and uh, loss in, in the last few years. I have learned... I have learned so, so much about myself, about the world and about, you know, what, what I need as a human being. One thing I wanted to share uh, straight off the bat was uh, one that cropped up uh, for me today. I don't know if I said this to you, but this morning, all my gremlins in my brain were, were running amok. Mm. And they told me that I, I couldn't possibly have a conversation with you and give me all sorts of reasons as to why not. So I, I was on the verge of following that. When I remembered a poem that I wrote a number of years ago about this very topic. Yeah. So what do I know for sure? Number one is that the mind tells us lies. Ah, doesn't it just? Um, so mine certainly does anyway. I don't know if we've got time for me to, to share that poem, man. On you go. Um, that would be lovely, Wendy. If it speaks to you, it speaks to me. I've had some different, uh, some interesting feedback on it over the years as I've shared it on my, my YouTube and Facebook pages. It's called Loving Your Labels. Mm. And it says, I have this little voice. It lives inside my head. Sometimes it says we're on top of the world. Sometimes I wish you were dead. It's had me flailing around for years like tails on the end of a kite. I'm now beginning to question if what it says is always right. It tells me that I'm shy as I stand out from the crowd. It tells me that I'm quiet when I'm being really loud. It tells me I can't do it as I'm standing on my head. It tells me I'm so tired as I'm bouncing out of bed. Do you have a little voice like mine? Please say it's not just me. Does it speak to you in unhelpful ways and make you someone you don't want to be? What does it say? How does it speak? What does it make you do? How would you behave differently if you were being the real you? What chances would you take in life? What projects would you start? How would your life feel right now if you were living from your heart? We know how close, but is it really possible that we have another choice? So love your labels is what I say, because after all, you've bought them. And whether you're an author, a speaker, a son or a daughter, I'm sure that we've all got them. Often gifts from those around us, people showing that they care. But that doesn't mean we have to accept it as something that we'll wear. So don't take them too seriously or pay them too much heed. Because after all, as we stand tall, we know it's just a voice inside our head. I want you to remember that you always have a choice. You can let these words define you or just say, ha, that's just my little voice. (sighs) And that's loving your labels from quite a number of years ago now. Oh, wow. Well, that is just, it was lovely. It was lovely. And I think, you know, that that you kicked off with, the mind tells us lies. And I I, I heard somebody refer to, are you a reliable narrator of your own life? And actually, I don't think I am. Wow. (laughs) I don't think I am. So It's like there's this wee person that's that's always got something to say. And sometimes it's really positive and helpful and you're doing a great job and, you know, let's go do this. And then other times... 
it's just really unhelpful and potentially stop you leaving your your own front door if you let it yeah yeah and it's one of the things that I say to so many people and so many everything that I do all my wee videos and what have you is just because you think it doesn't make it true and I have to, Brilliant. and even though that's something, a narrative that I've got and that I say to other people, it's something I need to remind myself about all of the time. Yeah. So it's a work in progress, isn't it, Wendy? Yeah. That feels like something that could quite happily uh, go up on the fridge. Aye, exactly. <laughs> in my house. Exactly. Just because it doesn't make it true. Uh-huh. So that was the first thing that you knew for sure, the mind tells us lies. But did you tell me that you've got a few things that you feel you know for sure? Oh, I, I have. I'm trying to be selective here yeah. because I, I probably could talk all day. Mm-hmm. And there's one story that I really, really want to share that I think it's been bubbling inside me to come out and it feels like this is the this is the right place. But I probably want to come to that next. One small thing that I know for sure, well, it's short, put it that way, is that concept that you're, you're, we're far stronger than we can imagine yeah so just you know in those moments when you think oh my goodness I can't possibly deal with anything else and then something else does happen and you do deal with it and you know it might not be easy it might bring you to your knees at times but it's amazing what what this human being that we are can actually do and that made me think of it's a quote from Patanjali actually Mm -hmm. that I heard through Wayne Dyer yeah, our favourite. And I know, I know that I came to Wayne Dyer through yourself. So mm-hmm. thank you for that. No, that's uh, that was a, many years ago now. But the, the wee quote from Patanjali says, "When you're inspired by some great purpose, some extraordinary project, all of your thoughts break their bonds. Your mind transcends limitations. Your consciousness expands in every direction, and you find yourself in a new, great, and wonderful world." Dormant forces, faculties and talents become alive and you discover yourself to be a greater person than you ever dreamed yourself to be. Yeah. So it's that idea that that either in a in the, the throes of a, a really creative idea or maybe as I'm thinking of it, um, in a difficult situation, yeah. you find resources that you <laughs> It, it was even, even like, uh-huh, like you referred to the start, how if somebody had told you what was going to be in the last five years and a sort of a me flippantly saying, oh, if you knew what was ahead of you, you wouldn't get out of your bed. But if you think about, I'm sure there's lots that happened in the last five years, Wendy, that I know you wish hadn't. But you are a stronger person on the other side of it, I would imagine, are you? Definitely. Mm-hmm. Definitely in, in ways that, you know, we probably don't have time to... Yeah. to um, to explore today but you know I've, expl- I've explored lots in my I practice yoga every day I'm a yoga teacher I practice what I preach so I'm I'm not someone who, who teaches anything that I, I don't use myself yeah you know but sometimes for example that practice on a daily basis sometimes that was literally you know on my hands and knees doing very simple postures or just lying down resting because I was exhausted from all of the you know the emotional uh, difficulty and learning not to beat myself up about that you know one one of the things that I had I had noted uh, to myself was what I know for sure is it's okay to be a tortoise (laughs) 
we don't get permission to go slow very often in life unless we give it to ourselves don't we not no and it is it's, for me one of the most bizarre things is it's it's what I share through all of my work it's what I give to other people yeah and it is something that I definitely wholeheartedly practice I think in the last number of years I just found that life events became came more than what I was able to manage you know with some yoga and meditation I just found that I needed a bit more help than that and and thankfully I was able to to have conversations in the right places and, and get some you know really good support that's mm-hmm. that's helping me still be here and you know do things like this which I couldn't have imagined you know a year or so ago so Great. Great. it's all good so what was, good. The, what was the one you were saving for us then what's the last thing you know for sure right. not the last thing you know but the last thing you're sharing I suppose yeah okay <laughs> this is this is it's a wee story and um, I've written a poem about it actually uh, unexpectedly just this morning <coughs> excuse me I'll try and make it as, as brief as possible. But essentially what I know for sure is I believe in magic. And not just I believe in magic, but I know that magic exists yeah. in the world. That There's another, I can't even articulate it, there's another realm. There are other, other forces at play and I've experienced them in my life. Yeah. And I'd like to share a brief story about that. Please um, So... A short time after my mum passed away, I went to see a medium uh, at a friend's house. And I was very reserved, shall we say, didn't give anything away. And at the end of the conversation, this lady says to me, what's with the five Ps? And I nearly fell off the chair because I had been finding at that time five pences in the most random of places. Mm-hmm. And I hadn't told anybody, no one, not a soul had I told. But here was this lady saying, what's with the five pences? Mm -hmm. So she went on to say that that was messages from my mum. And as time continued and I shared this story with my close family, lo and behold, as I I continued to find the five pences, so did my dad Mm -hmm. and so did my brother. And so did my children. For example, my dad, one day he was parking his car and he came out of the car, looked at it and said, "Mm, I just want to move it forward a wee bit. That's not quite right where it is. He moved forward, stepped out of the car and there was a five pence. Mm. My brother bought a new house and went to see a, a house with exactly the same layout, walked into the living room, And there on the coffee table was a five pence. Mm. So they're appearing in the most random of places. So that whole thing about five pences has been in in our uh, family since 2017. A couple of years after that, sadly, my my dad uh, passed away. Um, He had an operation and took a chance that he wanted to take and sadly he didn't he didn't come back out the other side. He was there but not there, shall we say. Yeah. And at the time, and this is why I think I want to share this story, at the time I specifically asked the doctors 
if he could hear us and if he could feel touch. Mm-hmm. And they categorically said no. So that was fair enough. In that moment, I chose to ignore what they had said. And my dad stayed alive but unconscious for um, four or five days, I think it was, he was with us. Um, so for that whole time, <laughs> God love the man, I talked incessantly, uh, I rubbed his arm, I stroked his hair, I told him all sorts of things, I told him some secrets, I told him some things I'd never shared with anybody, and on the, I stayed with him on his last night and was with him uh, right to the end, and I uh, one of the last things that I said to my dad was, um, sorry, one of the last things I said to him was, um, will you just send me a wee five pence just so that I know that you heard what I said? Mm-hmm. So on one January morning, 6am, in the pitch black of night, we left the hospital and sadly left my dad behind us literally 10 steps out of the hospital and there was a five pence. So in the darkness, this little 5p was shining up and I know for sure that that was a message from my dad to say, I heard every word and here's a wee sign so that you know I heard what you were telling me and I was there. So I'm not decrying any doctors or I'm not here to say anything is right or wrong I'm just sharing an experience yeah and I, I I haven't counted the five pences for a while but I know that there's literally hundreds I've found them in all sorts of places and they just keep coming so oh. to me it's a lovely little connection um with the people that I love so dearly and and, and can't see anymore lovely. um lovely. so i I thought it would be nice to finish just on another poem, and if we've just got a couple of minutes yes, for that. Please. I found it this morning, and I, I write poems all the time, and I found this one half-written mm. in my book this morning as I was looking for the Loving Your Labels poem. So I finished it this morning, and I'm, I'm sharing this. The reason I'm sharing this story and this message is is I'm thinking about anyone who maybe couldn't be with their loved one physically, yeah. maybe because of COVID reasons or mm-hmm. some other reason, or maybe they weren't sure if that person heard, you know, what was said. I believe that my dad heard every word and I hope it gives some, perhaps some comfort to yeah. someone else. Mm-hmm. So it's called What I Know For Sure. And it says, I sat by your bedside. I stroked your hair. They said you couldn't feel it but I didn't care. I stroked your arm gently, rested my head next to yours. I sat by your bedside for hours and hours. The moments of passing did not come to be as you fought on bravely and stayed next to me. Those moments and hours I hold in my heart, I'm so grateful you stayed and gave me a start. In the unfolding, in the journey unfolding where I had to be, an adult, a mother, I had to save me. Without your embraces and words of love, without you as my helper to give me a shove, 
No mammy to speak of and tell me what to do. How could I face this life without you two? My family foundation, I just couldn't see how intrinsic in my daily life you could be. Decisions and actions I thought I did on my own often came after a blether with you two on the phone. To be there in the hours and moments of your end, to hold the strong hand of my dearest of friends. Although you didn't say so, I knew you were there. The purest peace in those moments were quite beyond compare. I sat by your bedside. I stroked your hair. They said you couldn't feel it, but I know you were there. And that's what I know for sure by me, Wendy Ferguson. Wendy, thank you so much for coming on the podcast and sharing so much. It just feels, I've been trying to find a way to share that story. Anyone that I've shared it with has been blown over by it. So it just feels, it feels right to to hopefully give some some sense of hope to to maybe someone else. Oh, thank you so much for sharing it with, with me and with the podcast then. Oh, thank you. It's been a pleasure. Hello and thank you for joining me on this episode of What Do You Know For Sure podcast. If you would like to connect with me, you can do that across social media by searching and Hughes Ignite. If I refer to my radio show and the podcast, you can catch those on my Mixcloud. Again, just searching and Hughes Ignite. And if you or anybody you know want to answer this question with me, please do get in touch. Just go onto my website, anhughesignite.co.uk and fill in the contact page at the bottom and I'll be delighted to have this conversation with you too. Thank you.